we are turning to the book of 2 Corinthians chapter 6 verse 14. Be ye not unequally yoked together with unbelievers. For what fellowship has righteousness with unrighteousness? And what communion has light with darkness? And what concord has Christ with Baliel? Or what part hath he that believeth with an infidel? And what agreement has the temple of God with idols? For ye are the temple of the living God. As God has said, I will dwell in them and walk in them, and I'll be their God, and they shall be my people. Wherefore, come out from among them, and, ye, and be ye separate, separate, says the Lord, and touch not the unclean thing, and I will receive you, and I'll be a father unto you, and ye shall be my sons and daughters, says the Lord. Almighty. Kolinse echo kubirisula mukagolo nkuminanya temwegatta ngana batakiriza kubanga temwenkana kana kubanga obutukirivu no bujemu bugabana butya obo musana kusa chimugutya nechizikiza era Kristo atabagana atya neberiyali oba mugabochi eliyo mukiriza natali mukiriza era yekalu yakatonda yegatetya nebifananyi kubanga fetuli yekalu yakatonda omulamu Ngakatonda wayogeranti naberanga mubbo nintambulira mubbo nange naberanga katonda wawe naoba naberanga bantu bange kale muve wakati wabo mweya wule wayogera mukama sote mukomanga ku chintu echitali kirongofu nange ndi basembeza era nabera chitamwe jemuri namwe munaberanga jendi abana bo bulenzi nabo bwala wayogera mukama omuyinza we bintu byonna uh, also we shall read Romans 12 I beseech you, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your unreasonable service, and be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that he may prove that that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. May the Lord add blessing to the reading of his word. You may be seated. Amen. Praise God. Come out in the way. I'm going to talk about music. You may think the scriptures that I've read have nothing to do with music. Music. 
But it does. You see, we are living in the world that is infected or that is infested with with evil. The Bible calls it a wicked and adulterous generation. So you can imagine living in a wicked and adulterous generation. And now the Bible has told us that we touch not their unclean things. The Bible has told us that we are temples of the living God. And the world is burial. So we the temples of the living God. The Bible said we have no concord. We must not meet anywhere with the world. The Bible said we are we are righteousness. We are righteousness of God. And the world is unrighteousness. It is a kingdom of unrighteousness. And therefore, there cannot be fellowship. The Bible said, we are light. And they are darkness. Darkness and light don't live together. When light is, when it comes, darkness lives. And then it has said, we are Christ. Because it has said what Concord has Christ with burial. So for us, we are Christ. Amen. Amen. Do you know we are Christ? We are little Christ. Praise God. Come on, tender. We are little Christ. Because we are children of Christ. We are offsprings of Christ. And those people out there, they are little burials. So what? Concord. Christ and burial. Oh, what has he that believeth with an infidel? And what agreement the temple of God with idols? They are people 
that God calls his temples. Because he lives in them. A temple is a dwelling place. So we are dwelling places of Jesus. His hands are our hands. Praise God. Oh, let me say our hands are his hands. Our lips are his lips. Our eyes are his eyes. He said, Yagamba, you are branches. I am the vine. So, vine does not bear fruit. Vine does not bear fruit. It is the branches of the vine that bears vine fruits. As they get supported, or as they feed from the vine. So that is the same thing to say we are temples. He lives in us and he operates through us. That's why he said by their works they shall be known. In other words, you shall know who operates in them. Praise God. They shall be known which spirit is in them. Praise God. As it, has been, as it was said, I will live in them. I will dwell in them. And walk in them. Christ living in you. Christ walking in you. Christ speaking in you. Christ healing in you. Christ behaving himself in you. And even he said, I will write my laws in their hearts. And no man will tell another, fear God. No God, fear him. For all shall fear me. Why? I am living in them. I am behaving myself in them. Oh, blessed be the name of the Lord. He said that is the new covenant that he shall make with us. And then he said, therefore, come out from among them. Imemwena mwishetwehelele Umwanyo gutari mubantu Imra Okay Come and isolate yourself The song says In an isolated In an isolated place Where there are no people Come out from among them Praise God. Now coming out from among them does not mean for us to live alone without unbelievers. 
That's not what it means. In the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 12, verse 9 it says, I wrote unto you in an episode, not to company with fornicators. Be ye not seen with a fornicator. Be ye not in company with a fornicator. Yet not altogether with the fornicators of this world. So All with the covetous. All extortioners. All with idolaters. For then must ye needs go out of the world. So, when he tells her to separate with them, it does not mean that we separate with the people of the world and live where they are not and not company with them. We have them there. Business partners, their workmates, their schoolmates, we live with them. We we rub shoulders with them. And that has no problem. Because if it had a problem where we need to separate and live alone without them, that would mean leaving the world. Which will happen someday. Amen. Amen. But not now. But now. I've written unto you. Not to keep company. If any man that is called a brother. Be a fornicator. You see. With such a. No one no, no, not even to eat. So when the Bible says, come out from among them, it is not meaning leave alone. Don't work with them. Don't study with them. Don't have them to be your friends. Let them be your enemies. That's not what the Bible is saying. Some of them are our relatives. How do you come out from among them? Some of them are our parents. Some of them are our aunties. Some of of them are our our, our siblings. How do you avoid living with them? You do work together. You run a farm together. You will plant a garden together. You will have family meetings together. You plan for the welfare of the, of the family. You have a, a family WhatsApp with them. And you plan with them how to better yourselves. There is no problem. But then, the other scriptures told us, come out from among them. So the coming out from among them is spiritual. 
Confirm not to the world. In other words, their character, their behavior, their desires, their taste, praise God, their taste, the way they dress, the way they dance, the way they like things, the way they organize things, the way they believe things, come out from that. Come out from their works. Don't pattern with them. You must know that you are different. You are temples of the living God. They are burial. You are light. They are darkness. You are temple of God. You are Christ. For them they are darkness. Praise God. Fire for. Don't do things like them. Praise God. Don't play their music. Have nothing to do with them. Praise God. Amen. Now, Ati. we are told as priests to teach God's people to separate between the vile and the clean. Now, as I have told you, I have got to, I'm going to talk more about music. Now, uh, before really I talk about music, I'm laying a general foundation. General. How we must live separated from the people that we live with. We live with them, but we are separated. You see, Mulaba, I have been preaching this for, for a while. When God called Abraham, the requirement was come out from among your people. From among your kindred. And that gospel is, going, is the same gospel that we have been given. That we must come out from among our people. The people we live in. The people we dwell with. Our families. Jesus told us Whoever wants to be my disciple and he does not hate he used the strong word hate his father hate his mother 
hurts his brothers and sisters. Hurts his life. Cannot be my disciple. That also means the same thing with what we have already seen. Is that right? You hate your father, mother, brothers and sisters, and you hate yourself. And carry the cross and follow. After you have hated, not the hatred that you know, may the Holy Spirit reveal to you what this hatred means. Amen? But you have to hate, because remember here, you have even to hate yourself. So that is the hatred. The hatred with which you even Hate yourself. That's when you can be Jesus' disciple. So you live with them, but you hate. You hate them. Not with a hate. The hatred of an evil heart and hating persons. No. No. Because remember, you are told to hate yourself. Can you have an evil heart about yourself? No. The Bible tells us to love others, to love our neighbors the way we love ourselves. So you cannot have hatred on yourself. And people who don't love themselves, they they cannot love others according to that scripture. Because love your neighbor as you love your Praise God. If you want to know the the man you are going to marry or the woman, even first see how he takes care of himself. If he cannot take care of himself, how will he take care of you? He doesn't believe in being clean. On himself. How will he make you clean? So. So this hatred. Is the same thing we are sharing there. Coming out from among them. Be not conformed. When they bring the world to you. Don't say. Okay, it's my mother. Mm, I love her. I don't want to hurt her. Huh? Hate. 
in that context now. I love her. I don't want to hurt Brother Branham, Brother Branham loved his wife Hope. And when the mother of Hope expressed like if Brother Branham goes to those people and ministers with them she will go to the grave with a wounded heart. And because he loved his wife yet uh, Yet he's supposed to hate her. In that, in that regard. Are you getting me? In the other context. He felt what hurts her mother. Will hurt her. And he loves her. He wouldn't want to hurt her. Maybe you, you don't have the, 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 the story fresh in your mind. Let me, let me, give, you a, let me give you an example. Let me, let me give you the story. Brother Branham was coming from somewhere. He meets the Pentecostal people. The oneness people. He had never seen them before. He goes among them. And he finds they have something that they don't have even the Baptist church. He likes the way they, they worship. They're not ashamed of their religion. And the gifts of the Holy Spirit. And how they are for the supernatural power. He loved that. And when the ministers were introducing themselves, he also stood and introduced himself. William Marion Branham from the Baptist Church. He sat down. Those people at that time were still Friendly. They believed in Not caring which camp you're coming from. As long as you love Jesus. You are my brother. So. The following morning, they put him on the lineup of the preachers. Although he introduced himself as coming from Baptist Church. So now a service begins. No one had told him anything. But they tell, but they announce he's, going to, he's the one going to preach. You see, they believe in being led by the Holy Spirit. And every time you must be ready. So they said, ah, the preacher this morning is William Branham. That young that you introduced himself yesterday to the church. He's the one going to take the service. William Branham, where are you? Where are William Branham? He ducked. Because by the time he met them, he was coming from work. He didn't have even changing clothes. And so with his truck, 
He just turned in there with the clothes that he had. He had one spare trousers and spare shirt which he folded at night as he slept in his truck and he put it and used it as a pillow. And by morning, it was all stuffed. He wore it. He came to the service. After all, I'm among strangers. No one knows about me. He didn't know he was going to stand before all the eyes of that convention. So now they are calling him to come and minister. He ducked. They announced that now he Then his neighbor, a black man, a black brother, he tells brother, but look at the one with Uganda. I cannot go among you. Uganda. 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 But walked to the platform. He had no sermon prepared. He said, I would just open the Bible. And the scripture you see first is what I'll preach. For. So he stood to the prophet. He opened his Bible. And there it was. In the book of St. Luke. And the rich man. There was he was in hell. And he lifted up his eyes. And he saw Lazarus in the bosom of Abraham. And he cried. And there was no friend there. And he cried. And there was no flowers there. And he cried. And there was no mother there. And he cried. There was no father there. And he cried. And then Brother Branham was gripped with such a, a sorrow as he preached about the condition of the, of the, the lost man in hell. He cried also. And everybody cried. And the Holy Ghost came upon the confession. And it was such a summon that moved everybody. After the service, when he stood outside, he saw a man coming in boots. Brother, who oh, I want you? I need your ministry. My address is such and such. Uh, a such and such. Please, come and preach for us. about such and such a debts. He pulled out his notebook. He wrote the address. After and that, another one came. Something. Another one came. He filled his diary. A program that would make him a holier. Moving from place to place. 
When he will return home, he told his wife, I have met a people, wonderful people. They are the cream of the crop. And you know what? They have invited me to take my ministry in their midst. Will you go with me? He said, Bill, when I married you, I promise you, wherever you go, I will go. Praise God. But you know, I have to tell you to talk to your mom. So he, she went. He went and talked to the mom. Said, Mama, I met a people the other day. Wonderful people. Oh, they are not ashamed of their religion. They are very good people. And they have invited me for a whole year. I'm going to be visiting them. He was very excited. Don't tell me. Are those holy rollers? He said, I don't know what roller they are. But I know they have something that I really liked. He said, No. That is trash. That is trust that other people swept out. Those are holy rollers. You can't take my daughter to those holy rollers. Said, Mom, they are good people. And hope is ready to go with me. You know, when you gave her to me, she's, she's my wife. And how, why don't you Concentrate on your little church that you have just started. To develop it. How will, how will I feel that you are there roaming with my daughter? Sometimes she, you eat, sometimes she doesn't eat. How will I feel if you go to those people? I will go to the grave with a wounded heart. That is too much now. But I love hope so much. How will I hurt her mother that much? That will hurt her. For her mother to go to the grave with a wounded heart. I better not. I better not go. Mm -hmm. As a result of that, God brought, brought a after that because Brother Branham took care of the love for his wife. Then he brought the will of God. Now that is where he tells us if you don't hate. Them. That is the context now. As a result of that, God was very angry. Please, brother, sister. Brother, sister. You'd rather make anybody angry. And don't undone make God angry. God's anger is very bad. When he's angry. So as a result of that, God came in. 
He took the father of William Branham. Na atwala chitawa William Branham. Died. Dead. Nafa. He took his brother. Na atwala muganda we. Dead. Nafa. He brought a flag. Na aleta mataba. His wife. Muchara we. Died. Nafa. His daughter. Muwala we. Died. Nafa. He wanted to kill him. Every time would, Brother Branham would pray for those people, a voice would come back and say, You called my people trash. Text them. But when he, he found his wife having died, the doctors have already written a death certificate. And folded her and everything. Right there. Hope. Hope. My dear, my darling. Hope. 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 She opened her eyes. And she spoke. Yes, honey. Oh, Bill. Oh, Bill. Oh, I've gone. I was in the midst of two angels and we were moving in a very beautiful place. Then I heard you call me. I said, Bill, that place is wonderful. You have preached about it, but you have no idea how good it is. It's full of palms. And birds were singing on It is so wonderful. And this Holy Ghost we see is so important. Especially at the time of death. Bill, Bill, there is a time you express you, did, you, you, you need a certain kind of rifle. I started saving for it. Money is in such and such a circumstance. Yeah, that's where you'll get it. And you buy that rifle. And, uh, and uh, and please, Bambi, don't remain alone. Find some good, nice Christian girl. And marry her. And raise our son. Beautiful. In that religion. Let him receive the Holy Ghost. And Bill, you know where I'm going. You know. It's because of those words of mother. And you taking care of that. That's why I'm going. Those people are right. Please go and work with them. And preach that Holy Ghost. Until you die. And lead our son Billy Paul. To receive the Holy Ghost. She did not know that her daughter was also going to die. At that moment, she had not died. She was in a critical condition. But she's not mentioning about her. He did not say, raise our son and our daughter Sharon. In that we know, she constantly talked about 
Bilipo. Because you know now, she has already crossed into the other realm, the other dimension. And her understanding is beyond the mortal understanding. It is prophetic. She can know who is going to stay. She knew also Sharon is following. Said, ah, ah, Bill, those two angels are have come. They are standing here. They are calling me to go. Please buy. I'm going. And she went. Praise God. What was the problem? Love. For the parents. And for the wife. That kind of a love. You understand that context now? That kind of a love. Brother Brenham was born again. Brother Bram, filled with the Holy Ghost. He ought to have known he's different. Why? He knew that, of course. And why take concern for, for the mother-in-law against God's will. Huh? When it comes to the things of God, you'd rather hurt a man. You'd rather hurt your mother. You'd rather hurt your father. You'd rather hurt your wife. You'd rather hurt your husband. You'd rather hurt your children. When it comes to God, and his word. And, and hurt yourself. Carry the cross. And follow him. Now. Brother Branham said this statement. An ego. Has no compromise. There is no compromise in an ego. That's ego. We have had people do weddings. I've had a number of pastors in the message, and they are giving their daughters into marriage. And they played disco the whole night. When the day function ends, the disco plays. And their excuse is, we are not all believers. These my relatives, they want it. And they have helped me a lot to 
organize this function. And they want it. So we cannot just put everything for believers. If they want it, after everything is done, they am not for it, but for them they want it. And a disco place in a home of a pastor. Take care of the parents, the brothers, the sisters, the relatives. There is no ego there. There is no ego there. In the same aspect, there are many people in the message when they are organizing their functions, they don't want the spiritual, the church things so much. Because they are boring to the unbelievers. I'm not speaking to you people only. I'm speaking to you to those online to those who will see this video even many years on YouTube. I want to say you are very wrong for taking care of unbelievers. That they be not bored. When we go to their functions we are not only bored we are grieved. But because they are our relatives and they are our friends, we go and we bear the grief. And now if the things of church bow us down, let them not be bowed. I mean, let them be bowed. It's good to bore them very well. If the things of the kingdom of heaven bore them, let them be bore. Don't feel nothing. Don't feel for them. Don't apologize. Don't apologize. They can go to the disc after there. They can go to the bar. They can go to the nightclub. They can go to the next function. And there they will not, they will have their test. But I will not care, cater for for what entertains them. Against the nature 
of the kingdom of God. And please, please, don't organize your function trying to follow the pattern of the world. You see, when the Mugola is coming out of the house, she comes out dancing. Where is it written? Where is it written? Give me a quote. And because we message people, we don't have that music. We are going to use the one of Bugembe. Don't play Bugembe on my faction. That's a crook. That's the son of the devil. That's a modern Judas Iscariot. I'm a man who goes to a nightclub and plays music with a worldly artists, with a worldly celebrities to receive money. That's a crook. That's not a Christian. I don't want to do anything with his music. I cannot play Bugembe's music in my car or in my home. Even the tune he plays, it makes me sick. Therefore, If I have a message, no, you know, know with the message people, you don't ah, have peace. Baba, now as they are coming out, they come out to dancing. So, let us go and look for where is it written that they have to come out dancing and twisting. You, you bring your compromises here. To spoil the kingdom of God. A which bride comes out when? Which bride? What bride are you typing? What kind of a mother, what kind of a wife are you going to be? When we come out, when we are singing, let me walk, blessed Lord, in the way thou hast gone, leading straight to the land above, giving charge everywhere to the Son and the Lord, fill my way every day with love. Fill my way every day with love. 
as I walk with a heavenly job. Let me go everywhere with a sun. A song and a smile. Fill my way every day with love. What are you doing? Play music. Amina. That is the music of home. Oh, yeah, music we waka. Praise God. Come on, attend the support. That is the music of the kingdom. Oh, yeah, music we waka waka. Praise God. Come on, attend the support. Keep me close to the side of my Savior God. Let me never in darkness. Oh, keep my path free from wrath and my soul satisfied. Fill my way every day with love. Oh, fill my way every day with love. Oh, as I walk with the heavenly dark. Oh, oh, the world with a soul. If you come out like that, Munju. out of the house, huh? if you come out like that, out of the Ngoja, house, coming in the tents, huh? if you come out like that, haven't you come out? If you come out like that, the pillow of fire will come and it will come with you to accompany you out of the house. God told Moses, I will send my angel before you when Rebecca was getting married her parents requested the angel of the Lord to go with her if you come to the reception like that 
Ensiye yobubaka. Mukama tuyambe. May God help us. reception If you come to the reception like that, if that one bores you, let it bore them. At my place, if I don't eat dogs, and for you, enjoy dogs. Accept to eat chicken and goat meat. When you go back to your place, you'll eat your dog. At my place, I don't eat dogs. They say that if you go where they eat flies, you eat those flies. Now, at my place, it's not a place where they eat flies. Don't you ask for flies to eat. At my place, we don't eat flies. Wait, you'll eat them. When you've gone where they eat flies, that you're boring them. When, when we put on our long dresses, that we are boring them. What do they have to do with my dress? What do they want to do with my body? It's not for them. If it is boring them, that's wonderful. That's hey, what I'm doing. Let me bore the devil. Let me bore the devil out of them. Praise God. Are you here to entertain sin? Are you here to entertain sin? Did we get saved to entertain sin? And you who organize ceremonies and functions. And you involve master of ceremonies who are not believers. There is something wrong in your hearts. They say when you go to hunt a leopard, you hunt it with a son of your mother. Because when it will get hold of you, you will say, how will I tell mother, how will I tell mother that I've left my brother here? Hey, let the leopard kill both of us. A son of your mother will not leave you alone. But the one who is not a child of your mother will run away and go to their home. Now someone who is not a message believer will not stand with me. Where are the leopards? That bite unbelievers are. The ones that say, ah, they've bored us. Ah, they've spoiled the ceremony. They've spoiled the function. Do you also believe that they've spoiled the function? When they sang godly things, and they played godly music, those you also believe that the function has been spoiled? 
it has been spoiled for who? The function has been spoiled for who? Now a master of ceremony who is not a believer even if he's a Pentecostal and he's also saved uh -uh. no his salvation is not the kind his salvation is not salvation to me that's why we came out of them then their churches they put on leggings the women and they are still saved their salvation is no salvation to us we would remain there if it was salvation never do that Because he's going to speak words, words of jesting and whatever. He's going to tell jokes. And entertaining people and people laugh. We don't believe in jokes. So for us, we are not entertained by jokes. Media, are you ready? Aba media. Brother Joshua, there are those things I gave. I want to play for you some of the things. First, play for me that devil's song. So that you can mark it and be careful about it. Play that song. Who told you that you can, we can play every beat? I'm going to read here quotes. And you see what we believe about music. Every worldly music. Let's go into quotes first. I want to hit this thing on the head once and for and, 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 for, and, for, and forever. forever. There are many quotes here, but I want to read them all. And that guy started playing some kind of a little old silly music. Like this old boogie-woogie stuff that you can't even eat in a restaurant anymore for the cause of it. That's quickly ungodly, oh my. No wonder the world is polluted. Their whole mind is on sex. And, filth and ungodly things. Even preachers do it. It's a disgrace. People call themselves with the Holy Ghost. And playing them all the nasty, dirty. Tunes. And things. Brother, 
That's the buzzard inside of you. Feeding on that. You need the Holy Ghost in there. That will feed on the word of God. Amen. I am not angry with you. But brother. You've got to know the truth. Amen. Amen. That's the reason you can't have a prayer meeting. You ain't got no time for it. Only interested in one thing. That's bettering the church and a little bit, bit better teaching your people where we are, we are a little better clothes. Drive a little better car. Get a little better job. Pay more tithes. That's it. Live in, a, in mansions. Oh, mercy. In other words, those things are not really important. What is important is a prayer meeting. Why do we feel church on Sunday? And not in the overnight on Friday. Overnight Why? Why do you like attending on Sunday? And when you know your brothers and sisters are in church, in the night in the cold rain. Do you know that prayer meeting is what keeps us standing? Do you know it's what makes me preach? So the real members that support my ministry are those who spend the time here in the cold praying. Does that first Dance that first originated in the Bible. Okuzina. Okuzina. Okuasokira. Watanikilamu Bible. Amen. The devil got a hold of it. Sitani na kukwata. And caused separation of human of families. Suddenly. All the things that you see. Singing first originated in the praises of God. Now you look out here at the old data slender, what you call boogie woogie. Ever that kind of nonsense. And carry on. I never heard of such in my life. A Christian spirit couldn't listen to such stuff. Dancing originated in the Bible. Let us read 1 Chronicles 15, verse 15. And the children of the Levites bear the ark of God upon their shoulders with the straves of their own, as Moses commanded according to the word 
of the Lord. And David spake to the chief of the Levites to appoint their brethren to be the singers with instruments of music, satellites, and harps, and cymbals, sounding by lifting up the voice with joy. Abana baba levi neba siturida esandu kuya katona kuvega vega biabwe nemi siturido jiako ngamusa ngamusa boyalagira ngechigamo chamo kama bichiari daudi na gama barevi abakuru okulonda baganda baabwe abayimbi ngabali na ebivuga entongoli nena nganebitaasa ngababi kuba eranga bayi musa edobozi nesanyu. Yes. Second Chronicles chapter 5 verse 13. So we are not against music and beating drums and playing, playing music and dancing. It came even to pass as trumpeters and singers were as one to make one sound to the to to be heard in the praising and thanking the Lord. And when they lifted up their voice with the trumpets and cymbals and instruments of music and praised the Lord, saying, For he is good. For his master and yours forever. That then the house was filled with a cloud. Even the house of the Lord. So that the priest could not stand to minister. By reason of the cloud. For the glory of the Lord had filled the house of the Lord. Ebitasa can the glory of the Lord come down like All the drunkards dance. They say David danced. The music that David danced is not that one. David used to play music. And the Holy Spirit comes down. And evil spirits leave people. But these ones play their music and they dance. And prostitutes dance to their tunes. And the drunkards dance to their tunes. The way you play your music matters. Before even you sing. But the tune that you are playing matters a lot. There is a tune that plays in the shrines. There is a way of drumming that belongs to the shrine. And they play it. Demons will come. 
There is a, a drum that, uh, that evokes adultery and fornications. And when they play it, adulterous spirits come upon people. There is a tune that is a tune of worship. When they play it, the Holy Spirit comes down. That is what we need. Do you realize this insanity? Do you realize there is only one time in the Bible that anyone ever stripped their clothes off? And that was a demon-possessed person? Do you realize that all this stuff that is going on today, these rock and roll parties, you, you all attending, up in them places. When they go so frantic and get in such a, a maneuver. The Presley and them. Till young ladies take their underneath clothes And throw them up on the platform. For him to autograph and call that civilization. When they send dozens of them to the insane asylum afterward. And our radio programs and everything near you hear is full of that chaos. Is the devil like a rolling lion. And they're bringing that same thing with boogie woogie and everything into the church. Rock and roll was composed by Elvis Presley. Rock and roll ya yizwa Elvis Presley. He was a Christian boy. Yari murenzo mkristayo. And even when he went into that, he would play both in church and in the world. Nebo yagenda muwebio, ya sigala mukanisa imbidayo ne munsinga imbidayo. But he would dance and twist in such a way. Ne ya zinanga ne yeti gonyola. That he would put everybody in a friends of immorality. And women would remove their underneath clothes. Throw them to him. His signs on them. And back to them. Such a level of Demonority. And that tune has come into the church. The tune composed by such a, a thing now. It has come into the church. And Yahweh says, and they are bringing that same thing with boogie woogie and everything into the church. When it comes into the church, it comes sprinkled and coated with Christian words. And they call it Gospel music. 
You play that song. Why in the hotel in the hotel tots of Africa? Africa. The same moonful sound. Is that the way we worship here? Is that the way we worship? Stop that devil thing. Stop it. Is that the way we worship? Stop that They are talking of Jerusalem. Jerusalem. So because it is Jerusalem. Jerusalem. And they moon as if Jerusalem. That is Satan. That is Satan. And if we don't dance like that here, why should we dance it in, in any wedding of a believer? These chorus girls, Brother Branham said, Your mother was a chorus girl. That's why you are a striptease. He said, God will visit the sins of the children, of the parents upon the children. And you are a believer, you are a daughter of God, and you go before people. Put another video. This, I met it in a wedding recently. In another country. Uh, another one. These are believers. We are invented. First play the other. Uh, these are believers. I was in this wedding. Of believers. Uh, the bride and groom are coming. Uh, those are believers. Bakirizabo. Ndomboro. Ndomboro. The words are Christian. Ebigamu biabo Christayo. I attended this wedding. Nariyo kumbageyo. Then there is a, uh, that is another one. You, you played. Take a koneyo. These are believers. Bakirizabo. Jerusalem. Jerusalem. You get the volume. Uh. Look at how those girls are dressed. These are believers. It reached a moment. Brothers stood with their wives. They went in the front. Because now it is their wives. 
believers. Let me tell you, the generation that will follow, if we want to get preachers, those people, that is the generation that will follow. Some of the young people today that we have in the church, when they are preparing their weddings, that is how they plan it. And what church are we going to have tomorrow? What parents are we going to have? Playing, playing. 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 Look at the devil that has invaded us. The devil has invaded the church. I took those videos with my phone. It's not rumors. It is my phone that took those videos. I'm the one who preached on that wedding. I'm the one who preached that wedding. But in the, in the reception, reception, in the night, that is the, the reception now. And Brother Gideon stands with his sister Susan before people. Brother Shamamba with his wife. Continue. These are sisters. Look at them. Look at the way they are dressing. With a few non-believers. But those others, from the other one up to the other side, believers. those are believers. The bride is now coming. That's how the bride comes. Hey, she is led by those demons. Bring another video. Hey. Now he's the one who is leading. The bride and the groom are led. I let the angel of the Lord lead you. In. Hey. Hey. Brother, brother, when we are all preachers, we place our hands on our heads. And the pastors of those children. They started whispering. And another one said, We've been invaded. He moved and he came, he said, Brother Gideon. This is Goliath. This is Goliath. But I wonder whether he got enough back bone. When he went back to church to get a whip and clean the church. I wonder. This is trash that we fled from. That is the trash that was in the religious realms that we fled from. And it has invaded us. Those people, after about two days, 
the pastor I was living with. He got a phone to correct them on phone. There is a brother who was like the, the chairman of this whole thing. The brother staged a contention on phone to this pastor. And to the pastor had to run to my room. And now can say, Brother Gideon, come, So I could hear them in the contention. And the other one was saying that we were rejoicing because God has given one of us victory. That dance is like David dance. And his wife laughed. So we are not surprised when other people criticize. That is David's dance. It speaks like the Pentecostals who don't know God. Pastor Nagamba, let brother Gideon and the pastor said, let brother Gideon also speak to you. Said, no, 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 I don't want much troubles. I took all of the phone, I told him, give it to me. And I told him, I'm brother Gideon. I told him, sir, David's wife was a daughter of a backslider. We are not David's daughter. We are priests of the Lord. Sober up. And I, I preached to him the words that Brother Branham talked about rock and roll. At the end of it all, brother the brother calmed down a bit. And he said, okay. We are sorry. We will repent. This is a message. Not in Uganda. Uganda. So the problem is not only here. The whole world. And the Bible says, then there came up a pharaoh who didn't know Joseph. There are pharaohs here. We've bashed them. They don't know the Holy Spirit. They've never been touched by the Holy Spirit. Then father's religion, mother's religion. And the gospel, ah, you bear with them. We'll bear with them. But we won't allow. Won't allow to be eaten up by that devil. And when you get to that point of being too much, we'll separate.
Paul said, Know it very well that when I will leave, grievous wolves will enter in. Some of us, those things will come in when we are gone. In the churches that we pastor, those things will be allowed when we are gone. May God help us. All those things are done in the name of Jesus. Ah, we are in a time of grace. And some people are not comfortable with this church. No, it's too legalistic. It's too hard. It's because it's because you have no experience with God. You say, Brother Gideon, it's because for you are old. When I was 18, I was harder than today. For holiness and righteousness and discipline, I was harder than I am today. 18. And I was contending with my pastor. Why allow makeup in the church? Eighteen years. The difference is the touch of God. That's where the difference is. There is a difference between a young man, a young woman who is born again. And a mixed multitude. The Bible says I've written to you the young people. Because you're strong. And you have overcome him. You have overcome the world. A young person is strong. If he gives his heart to the devil, he is strong to work for the devil. If he gives his heart to God, he is strong to work for righteousness. David was a young man. But he said, how dare you? Allow this uncircumcised Philistine defy the armies of the living God. A young man. Praise God. May the Lord give us such young men today who have the zeal for God and for this message and for decency and for righteousness. It's not about the generation. We are in a different generation. No, no. Generations have been the same. There is nothing new under the earth. What you call civilization 
Why in the hotels of Africa that the ceremony for when they stand there and which doctors and they go. Brother Branham, I'm going to read a number of quotes. He said, rock and roll and boogie woogie, that chidong, that music was born in the heart of Africa. It invaded America from Africa. Among the witch doctors. Among the heathens. He says, I was there and I watched them. And it's rock and roll. Go and seek a dodi that is bred in Mbale. That is witchcraft. And you copy that. You modernize it. Finally. Finally they leave the night clubs. And they enter the church. And we start dancing Jesus' kadodi. Even if you involve their words of the gospel. Even if you call it Zion or Jerusalem Even if you call it angel music It is still of the devil Heathens with paint over their face And the young women, women would dance there till They would Dash, dash, dash. Sex parties and everything else. And America is America in it has reached the top of civilization and swinging backwards and going into heathens again. Painting and rocking and Rolling thus. And even calling themselves church members. They had one here in Canada no long ago. And I think they sent 10 kids in two days after that to the insane institution. You better settle down to the old fashioned gospel and come back to Christ. Draw the lines between right and wrong. That's what we are doing here this morning. Lord, have mercy upon us. Now, I do not like to call people's names. But I'm going to have two. Call somebody's name now. But I pray for the young man. And I pray all the time for him. But he's an instrument in the Hands of the devil. And that is this man Elvis Presley. The people are gone boogie woogie. Oh rock and roll wild. The American people has gone. And they are trying by that same spirit. To get the thing into the church. I like. Church music played like church music. 
saying, I like church music. Played like church music. And not rock and roll in the church. That when they get these spirits, there is something behind this. And the devil puts himself out a challenger. And it happens to be that this poor Baxillian Pentecostal boy said the way he learned his maneuvers of jacking and shaking, he caught it out and learned it and leaned it in the church. The, the jacking and shaking. And he leaned it. And land it into the church. He is a member of the first assemblies of God. Member of our first assembly of God. Memphis, Tennessee. Memphis, Tennessee. His pastor is a friend of mine. And he is the devil's instrument of deluding and polluting the minds of these teenagers, of getting them into place till they just left a place in Canada. I think they sent 14 young people to the insane asylum a few days after he was there. And all over the country, but the people has gone wild frantically. Another quote. Do you feel really good? Say amen. Don't you feel just all scowled out? I do when I know the presence of the Holy Spirit is here. Ever since by faith, I saw that stream. Thy flowing wounds supply. Redeeming love has been my thing. And it shall be till later. It shall be till later. It shall be till later. Redeeming love has been my thing. And it shall be till later. Listen. I want to say this just on the side. That's the kind of songs I love. Rather have them than oh, you are little old chopped up boogie woogie things that you try to put in church and Wakiri. take the place of old fashioned hymns. Wakiri kambere ne nyimba wezitio okusi ngaziri eza boogie woogie nebiro kan roll it will never do it. No, sir. The Holy Spirit loves those old 
fashion song. I just love it. It just goes away down deep in me. Oh, I believe you do too. Sure you do. You love those old fashioned songs? I'm just one of them old fashioned Christians. God served in the old fashioned way. Believe in an old fashioned salvation. And all time saving grace. I love you like that, amen. Wouldn't trade it for all your modernistic jumping and running and carrying on. I love it the old fashioned way. Last Sunday, Sunday, there was a worship here. And then, brethren, God a video. When I saw it, when the singing was going on, I was in the church and was just, just weeping. And then when that video was put out, I sent it on ministers' forums and different places. And all the comments. Say, oh, what a worship. One minister said, Brother Gideon, this is how it used to be. That time when you first relocated to Katwe. Such a revival. I didn't know that that man, preacher, knew us from that time. That is the way, brothers and sisters. May the Lord help us to keep that. That is what really feel. That's what we feed on. That's, that's the food for our soul, spirit, and body and mind. We believe in the old-fashioned way. The old-time religion. Praise God. Brother, when you test on it, you feel your soul is satisfied. Jesus, no wonder he said, he that drinks the water that I shall give him shall never thirst again. Praise God. My little girl came the other day said, Daddy, this little girl did so and so. And there is so and so. We went over to the house. There is so and so. I said, why don't we do that? I said, we will honey, we are not of that world. They live in a world to their self. Said we don't. Don't we all walk on the same ground? No, she's the one who said, Don't we all walk on the same ground? I said of the world, honey, we are not of them people. 
The Bible says, come out of them, be ye separated. Saith God. See, you are not of that. And when the new nature comes into you, you don't have to be pulled out. You don't want to go back like Lord's wife. You are just born out of it. And you are in another dimension. And that looks trashy to you. And this the great fabulous America that we live in has come one big chaos of it. Everything is lust and women and women the way they are dressing, the men the way they are acting, and the thing they are doing and then call themselves Christians. For instance, this Elvis Presley go and join the Pentecostal church now because that's where Judas got 30 pieces of silver. Elvis got a fleet of Cadillacs and a few million dollars for selling his birthright. Arthur Godfrey. Look at that. Look over here at Jimmy Osborne in Louisville. This is not the Osborne of the, the preacher, no. It's another Jimmy Osborne in Louisville. Out there with that old boogie woogie rock and roll and old Tommy Road and film. And on Sunday morning, take the Bible and stand on the pulpit and preach. What a disgrace. No wonder the Bible says every, every table is full of vomit. Why? We are living in a terrible day. And people say, oh, they are very religious. Oh, don't you know that the devil is religious? Ah. People say, ah, no, those people. The Jimmy Osborne is Jimmy uh, Osborne. the Arthur Godfrey. The Arthur Godfrey. The Elvis Presley. The Elvis Presley. They're very religious. religious. One time I had a debate with my daughter. She was referring to, to one of her relatives. She's very spiritual. Very spiritual. Very, very prayerful. She sings in the choir. God speaks to them. And if I showed you her pictures with this, with the, oh, uh, they call them, is what? See? No, leggings. The legging. A legging. The legging. Huh? That is just like you cannot, if they told you, operate it off her body with a razor but don't cut her skin. You cannot succeed. It is like a cavera. 
and it is touching her skin down. It is light. The only difference is that it is changing the color of her legs. But it is just like a naked leg. And all up with a little short blouse. And then someone comes and says, <laughs> They are also very spiritual. When we are debating, I thought there is a problem here. There is a problem here. There is a problem here. If you see your children begin to admire their Pentecostal relatives who are dressed like harrods, you know there is a problem. You know they are blind. They cannot differentiate between the message and the filth and these these Familiar spirits. Familiar spirits that are impersonating Christianity. They are spirits that impersonate Christianity. The devil is religious. Right from heaven. Lucifer was a worshiper. Lucifer Came down on earth. He's still religious. The seat of Satan on earth is religion. Is religion. Judas Iscariot was religious. The Pharisees, the very murderers of, of, of God in flesh. Imagine that level of wickedness. The highest degree of Satan is to get God and hang him on the cross. And that was done by religious people. The worshippers. Satan is religious. And in the last days, the Bible says he will be so close to the true worshippers that he can even deceive the very elect Satan speaking tongues. Satan prophesying. Satan performing miracles. Satan take the Bible and preach. And pray for the sick and perform miracles. Satan. Satan is religious. But Jesus said, You shall know them by their works. By their fruits, they are known.
So don't be deceived. Kakati te mulimbi bwanga. Don't you know that Cain was just as religious as Abel was? But he didn't have the revelation. He didn't have the revelation. Yeah, we all go to church. But there is some has got life. That's the ones got revelation of Jesus Christ in their heart. Not by shaking, jumping, nor by joining church, but by, by, by revelation. God has revealed him. Oh. And we have our young people. They are, they, are, they are our children. But no revelation. They cannot differentiate between the truth and error. They can't. They want the easy way. Praise God. Come on, turn it is we. By their fruits, they shall, they shall be exposed. It's good when they keep in church. But, the right thing is if they get the revelation. And meet Jesus Christ. And receive the Holy Spirit. And be born again. Look what is what said. Who does man say I the son of man am? Some say they're prophets. Some say you are Elias. And some said but who do you say? Peter said thou art the Christ. The son of the living God. That wasn't from his lips. He said, Blessed are thou, Simon, the son of Jonas, for flesh and blood has not revealed this to you. You never learned this in some ethics of the Bible or some theological seminary. Blessed are ye, for flesh and blood has not revealed this to you. But my, my Father, which is in heaven, has revealed it. And upon this rock, I build my church, and the gates of hell cannot prevail against it. If you're a Christian this morning, because you belong to church, you are lost. If you're a Christian because you're passed from death unto life, you're free from judgment into Christ. You are becoming into perfection all the time. God cannot see one thing. You say, well, will I ever make a mistake? Sure. But you don't need, but you don't do it willfully. Amen. Another one. I like that, Sister Gatti. 
How many knows it? Holy, 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 Lord God Almighty. Congregation says, Amen. Let's kind of harm it together now. Just, just once. How many loves them old fashioned souls? Amen. Oh, you can take all your little old chopped up Elvis Presley Boogie Woogie in the name of Christianity. You can have it. Give me those old-fashioned, heart-stirring love songs of the gospel. Yes, sir. Holy, holy Lord God of hosts. Heaven and earth. Heaven and earth are full of thee. Heaven and earth are praising thee. O Lord Most High. Brother, sister. Brother, sister. Whether here in church or in factions, we want God. What we don't feed on here, let us not find it in the party. Amen. Wherever God is not welcome, we cannot be welcome. We want God everywhere. Our sing of salvation at home and abroad. Some of you tell these, uh, uh, they are called DJs. We don't want even a DJ. That's a disco joker. Your disco joker. No one DJ. But some of you tell me, we want only Christian. Only Christian music. Christian music. But what is Christian music to you? Is not what is Christian music to them. Let me tell you. That music. Music that Pentecostals are playing. That is not Christian music. It's not. Some of it is Kadongo Kamu. Which is country music. Country music. Some of it is some nightclub music. Baptized Christian. So when you played for us, you are playing worldly things for us. Go over to Africa and see if that old boogie woogie, all ever, what they call it, rock and roll, that's originated with the hotens in Africa. And you are trying to satisfy that longing and blessed holy thirst. By poking that trust down in the place where God wants to live and give you freedom and holiness and happiness. People have a thirst. But they have not found Christ. So. They want to satisfy it with something that they can smuggle and bottle in a blended container called soda when they are taking beer. 
So that music is like that. And because people are here, they are not born again. So when they make weddings, that's what they do. When they make functions, that's what they do. They're not born again. They have a hunger for the world. They would love that kind of thing. So they would put a substitute that looks like our young people here. And they go and we go, we go. On that kind of a thing. Because it looks like gospel. This is Bugembe. This is Swanso. What a disgrace. What a letdown to the American people and to you, Pentecostal people and Pilgrim Holiness and other Nazarenes who profess a higher calling than that. Shame on you. You are dying a rotting in your own corruption. No wonder we cannot have a revival in America. No, no wonder God can place his gifts in the church. What, what has he got to place them in? You think he would bless gifts in a, a thing like that? He just couldn't do it. I hope that you understand what I mean. It's time for a house cleaning in the house of God. All the way from the pulpit to the janitor. An old-fashioned God sent St. Paul's revival. And the Bible, Holy Ghost, back in the church. Back to make men and women sons and daughters of God. Don't you realize that all that spirit of the devil gets into you and makes you act like that? Sometimes ago I was crossing the America and I had to take a bunch of books over in a, in a truck and I hired a sinner to drive it. Because I couldn't find no no one else. When I landed onto the ground, a great denomination of Pentecostal people, and this sinner got out of the truck and was unloading the trucks and with the books and so forth, and he was smoking a cigarette. And one of the great high officials came up with me and he said, Brother Branham, I'm surprised at you. He said, what's the matter? He said, that man is smoking a cigarette that unloaded your truck. We holiness people do not believe in smoking cigarettes. I said, neither do I. He said, but our people, it will be a stumbling block in their way. I said I couldn't have no, get no one to drive that car. I had two trucks. 
I have tried to drive one myself and get him to drive the other one. I'm going to lay him off in a few minutes. He knows that. He said, well, don't you never do that again. Said because our people are holiness people. I said, I'm sorry I did it, sir. If I'd had anyone else, I wouldn't have done it. We turned around and walked to the place where he was, where there was several thousands thousand people assembled together. He said, here is my wife. I want you to meet her brother brother. And I looked, she said, she'll be your pianist this afternoon. And not for jokes, this is no place for a joke. That's the trouble today. We're too much Hollywood evangelism and not enough of the old-fashioned conviction of the gospel. And that woman stood there with a dress on, on so tight. Looked like the skin was on the outside. And she had great big earrings on. And stuff over her mouth. Blue places behind her eyes. And really, really short cut hair. And it all fuzzed up like a fuzzy worm. I don't know whether that's what he meant. I don't know. <laughs> and she and she said, Nagamba said, How do you do, Dr. Branham? I said, How did you? I said, I want to ask you something, sir. Say, yes, Brother Branham. Is your wife a saint? Said, Certainly. I said, I don't mean to hurt your feelings. But she looks like a hand to me. From the way she's standing there like that. You know, people no longer mind about this. The size of their clothes, dresses. Some dress to the ground. But so tight. So tight. That's not what, that's not the sense. And they got the manicure stuff. Listen, lady, let me tell you something as your brother. There was no woman in the Bible that painted her face. So you can see what God thinks of painted face women. Dog meat. That's God dog. That's God dog meat. What do they do it for? Not to meet God. That's not a joke. Get that out of your minds. You know that dead Jezebel was fed to dogs. 
That's the day Bible says she, she, went, she was up and she painted herself when she had Jehu was coming. And then when Jehu reached there, he said, who is on the Lord's side? Throw her down. That the dogs will eat her body. As the prophets of, of, of Elijah says. So some eunuchs up there, they pushed her down. She crushed on the ground. And the dogs ate her with paint on her. So, that's what Brother Bram meant. A woman who paints herself is a dog meat. What does a woman do it for? What? To appear before men. That's the same thing Jezebel does. She likes to wear her, to hear her boys go. That horned dog call or wolf call. It's because the pastor has let down. And you wouldn't have an old-fashioned God-sent minister. You got some little Hollywood type of, of a guy that likes a bit of a drum and jump up and down and hold a hallelujah. The devil can do the same. Holiness becometh the Lord. Holiness becometh the Lord. And if you love the world, all the things of the world, the love of God is not even you. That's what the scripture said. Now you see what's doing. The wrong spirit is God among you. And it's making you try to satisfy that blessed Holy Spirit. That God give you to worship him with. You're trying to satisfy him with the Television, radio, and all the fancy things of the world. And makeups. And carry on. I believe you should, you should look clean. Don't think I have to. You ought to. Don't think that. I, in other words, don't believe that I, have, that I believe you should have clothes on. I think you should look the best. But decent. Clean, horrible look. I mean, honorable looking. In other words, when we preach like that, we are not supporting dirty looking. No. We believe you should look nice. Dress well. But decent. Yeah. Amen. Decency and... Uh, this is, and, and that is different. Amen? You should be decent, you should look dress clean, nice, but decent. Amen? Amen? Bear with me, I'm trying to see how it closes. But I want, I want to bring this thought properly, fully. 
let us let us let us unveil Satan. He's trying to veil himself. In gospels music, gospel, gospel music in church. Satan is trying to hide himself in church. And church things. In gospel. Calling it gospel. Calling it church. And today he is coming in the message. Let us tear off the veil. And expose him. You like them old songs like that? Here used to be an old one. We used to sing about something about grace and mercy found me. The other morning star shone. What is that? Sister Gatti. Sister Let's see. What is it? Brother Nivelle. See something? Grace and mercy found me. The other bright and morning star show. Around me, oh, yeah. In the cross, give us a call on that, sister. That near the cross, come up. Yeah, Brother Nivel, oh, I love this. How many likes them all? Inspired songs? You can have all your jump up and down and boogie woogie. Give me this. Here is where Grayson and Mercy found me. That's it. Sweetly now. Sweetly now. Jesus came in here, yeah, the cross, the oppressor, freed all the healing stream flows from Calvary's yes, mouth. The cross, the cross be my glory ever, till my rapture so shall find rest beyond the river. Ah. Where would you? When I gave that song, that, 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 that perverted Jerusalem, 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 I told a brother, uh, brother Patrick that I will want it played. So they should prepare it. So they gave it to brother uh, to, to brother Ronnie. Uh, I think he, brother Patrick over told brother Ronnie to I don't know. I think he got it and maybe he got disturbed. And then he told Brother Ronnie. He gave it to Brother Ronnie. So I was in the office and then Brother Ronnie came. Pastor, I was told you want this song played in the, in the service. But it is... Hey, he was disturbed. How could I choose something? He hadn't known my motive. But just hearing what it is, it couldn't fit a thinking man is filled, a holy man is test. I like that. Even pastor has requested for it, but he is disturbed. How? How, how, how is this now? It's, music. it's a very funny music. That's what I believe that such a person has a filter that is born again. Now what about when we find it played on his wedding ceremony? And our young men and girls are dancing to that tune. What a contra what a controversy. 
if you make a function and we find such music there, I told you I'm saying this not because of this church alone, but to the message world. Message world. To the message world. Because I'm aware there are many people who with whom we, we, we fellowship even online. And the truth shall make free. I want to have someone here that will say, now you're one of the flower girls. In a church where they believe in that trash. But when she reaches there and they play such music, and they start twisting and dancing, and just stands and walks gently. Because what they've done is not her test. That's what I'm thinking today, friends. We people are so carried away with all the noise. So America loves noise. Look here, they are doing. They turn on these old radios just as hard as they can. Rock and roll and boogie woogie. All that kind of stuff. They got to have it so loud. It will blast your eardrums out. And all the noise all the time of the day. And in the church we beat the tumblings. We, go, we, we run up and down and screamed and hollered and hooped and had a great time like that. Nothing against it. But where was God in it? What did it do? Broke us in little pieces called Assemblies of God in Church of God and Pentecostal United all these other different little denominations. God wasn't in it. It's a runover. It's a forerunner of uh, it's a forerunner of God. It's a, a framework. Years ago, when we are, when there was a writer, Fanny Crossby, she was blind. She didn't sell her birthrights like many fine singers today in the television and movie world. Sold out their birthrights for just a few songs or rock and roll. But Mrs. Crossby was a different woman. They came to her one day said, why don't you write modern poetry? Why don't you write songs for entertainment world. She said, I give all my talents to God. Said, well, you believe there will be a heaven then? Said, yes. Said, you, 
And you think you will be there. Yes. Say now when you get there. If you remain blind. How will you know him? He said I will feel the nail scar in his eye. She turned went walking back. Walking back in the room. And when she did, she raised her hands and began to praise God. When they walked out doors, she sang, struck her. Song struck her. She said, I shall know him, I shall know him. And redeemed by his side, I shall stand. I shall know him, I shall know him by the prints of the nails in his hand. And today, brother sister, she's walking the streets of glory with far better sight than anybody on this earth ever had. She sees him and knows him and standing redeemed by his side. Oh, if I, oh, if I would ask her tonight, funny cross by, what does Christ mean to you? She'd sing this song for me. Something like this. Let's see one of the famous old songs I was thinking of a while ago. She said, Nothing in this world I have. All is in him. What was the song now that I was thinking a few minutes ago that was such a beautiful song? I was singing, however, I remember singing it. I will think of uh, it in a few minutes. Uh, and she said that he means more than uh, he means more than this world to me. Who have I on earth beside thee? Whom in heaven by thee? Oh, pass me not, O gentle Savior. Hear my humble cry. Those are her songs. Eh? While another thou art calling, do not pass me by. Thou the streams of all my comfort, more than life to me. Whom have I on earth beside thee, whom in heaven by thee? I'm so glad that that could mean that to a blind woman. What could it mean to you and I? Who can work and labor and serve the Lord Jesus in the way we do? God bless now. You see, what has caused this world to come in is the one entertainment. Wanting to entertain people. Two, commercializing the gospel. They want to do something that will generally that is generally acceptable so that it can bring in money. So when they are singing, they are they want something in, in, in the middle. Not extremely Christian. But something that can catch this one. Can... So even in our 
functions and everything. People want something that can entertain a bit of the world people. I know Christians, but you can entertain Christians, but you grieve the spirit of God. Because those that you call Christians being entertained, they are not real. The Holy Spirit will be grieved. There is nothing that is unifier to a Christian and to a, believer, to a worldly person. The Bible says, what fellowship? In other words, where, where, where is the middle ground? Where do you, where do you meet? Where do you unite? You can't. What fellowship? What concord? There is no Unifying ground for darkness and light. Praise God. The minister spirit that's presuming that it will, it will be all right. It won't be all right. It, it won't be all right. They permit their congregation, their women to wear shorts, smoke, smoke cigarettes. They are meant to have little friendly card parties. Pool, pool room, banco in the church, soup suppers, pay off the pastor, everything else that's worldly. People join thinking that's alright. Why I live by the Presbyterian parish? I live by the Presbyterian parish. And by midnight the other night there was so much boogie woogie going on over, over there in the basement. Till it was a shame. Oh, what's this new window? They call it. Them women breaking their legs and things. Doing it. You know, what is that? The twist. They need a twist. They need a twisting. They need a gospel plank. To straighten it out of them. That's why they need good old gospel, Holy Ghost sent revival. They, they need a twisting alright. Around the neck with a gospel code. If Lord's wife was twisted by the neck not to look back at Sodom and Gomorrah, it would have helped her not to come a pill of fire or a pill of uh, salt. But they say, oh, he's, he's a good God. He's a good God. But don't you presume on that. He's a God of justice too. He's a good God. Like a little teenage boy said no long ago said. You know God is so good. He just don't care what I do. Nonsense. He does care what you do. Yeah, you say God is a good God. God is a good God. But we hear too much of that today. God is a good God. 
God is a God of wrath. He is a God of judgment. He was good enough to go down there and take Israel right out of the mouth of death and turn right in the wilderness and let them Rot because they wouldn't follow him. You know, even in the message, there is a lot of message of grace. He's grace. grace. A lot of legalism. That church has a lot of legalism. God is a good God. Amen. He was a good God to pull you Pentecostals out of them organization. But you turned right back around and acted like your mommy. Yari katondo mulungi echimara okugende mu apenta kote na abaje mu kibina che dini echo nekati mwachu kadane muddayo mwafuka nga mama wa mwe. So you are rotting in it. Kati muli mukuchivundiramu. There is a tape recorder going uh, There is a tape recorder going on here. It goes around the world. You know I'm not so much speaking here now. But you wrote right in it. There, then come tell you the truth. Then you don't believe it. Here it is. Right here in the world. Oh yes, they presume that he is a good God. They don't presume that he is also a God of judgment. Here is where Israel made her mistake. They thought he was so good. He would done so many things to them. So he sold them, them up out of he brought them out of Egypt. Sure, he did that. He performed miracles. He drew the line. But the pillar of fire between them and the enemy. Sure, God is a good God. Sure. Let them cross over the Dead Sea. And over the Red Sea. And cross over into the wilderness. And so forth. He's a good God. When any Egyptian started after them. Why? He protected them in the hour of death. Kill the Egyptians. Sure. He's a good God. But. His patience ran out. Then when he spoke that final word. That was it. Moses said why are you transgressing the laws of God? God is done, said he is through with you. Don't presume too far. That's right. You might cross over that line. There is no return. You see brothers and sisters. That's a great message. 
You go on, you commit fornication. No you no go no on, no you, you, you chat that. You go no on, no no you get legitimate businesses. No you you abort them. No you go on to this. No and if the girl is gay, no Because the other time I was, for, I was forgiven. Brother, grace, grace will teach you how to fear. It will run out someday. It can run out. Grace can run out. You can step between the line of mercy and judgment. And there, there is no return. There are many people who have done that, who have crossed. That's a dangerous place. No return. No return. Let me tell you a funny story. I'm not shooting in the air. Even here, there are people who are very playful with the things of God. Very playful. God is good. He's merciful. He will forgive me. But if you knew that this is the last time. Blood is going to dry from the mercy seat. When you do it again, hell, there is no remedy. Will you dare do wrong again? <laughs> In this week, a sister comes, I don't know whether I call her a sister, let me call her that. Oh, her sister, a sister comes in the office. Sister office. This is a pastor who has confessed to the church fornications twice. And I think at one time that fornication had even an abortion. And then she, before the lockdown, she goes to the village. And at one time, she calls me on the phone and I tell her, I ask her, do you have a fellowship there in the village? No. Then why do you stay in a place where there is no fellowship? I don't have done even what to do in Kampala. I said, you'd rather come. We get from you little capital. But be where you can fellowship. Have a self-employed self, uh, man with some small business. At least we help you. Because I believe no one should get stuck because she has lacked help. We should do all we can sacrifice. That's what I told her. She never responded. Uh, that is about a year ago. And now she calls me in the middle in the course of the week. Pastor, I want to meet you, okay? 
Uh, okay, fine. Come on Wednesday, we meet in the office. She comes on. You know, Pastor, uh, before I went to the village, I was sick. I had pains in my lower abdomen. And then you prayed for me, but there was no change. And then when I was there, we went to the hospital. And then, uh, the, and then the doctors asked me, do you have a husband? He said, uh, no. Uh, do you have a boyfriend? He said, no. They told me, that's the problem. I asked, did they say you have a tumor? Yes, she said no. Because when we know when ladies live long without getting children, they can develop a tumor. But now that was very strange. Okay, okay, speak more. And then uh, it reached a time when they were even tired of me because they told me what we told you is what you have to do. So, Pastor, because now of that problem, uh, so you mean you got a, you look for a man. Uh, yes. I'm sorry. Uh, she got a, a man committed fornication as a prescription by the doctors. Isn't that a big joke, brethren? And such a person still needs to be in church. Why would she want to be in church to begin with? When the word of God tells you it is sin, and the doctor tells you it is medicine. I ask her, didn't you have my number? How could you go into sin because the doctors have told you than even consult your pastor? Huh? Do you want to tell me truly you were trying to follow a prescription? You're trying to follow a chua over something the Bible calls sin. I told her, out of my sight. No, no, Pastor, I plead I said, if you have to repent, maybe another time. But right now, I feel I cannot tolerate you. You think I was too bad? Brethren, Aboruganda. And that God is a good God. Until when? And that's the kind of thing we have in the church. Some, some, because when we say like that, those are extremes. We have a lot of saints here who cannot dare. But then, 
When an individual can cause the whole your mind is to swing and you wonder. Huh? Now this time we bring her before the church the third time. And she confesses Just polluting the church. God is a good God. It's amazing. Why would such a person want even to be in church? Can we say someone is tempted? Huh? Is that now a temptation? If it's a doctor prescribed to you, sex, as a chewer of your sickness, and the Bible tells you it is sin, is that a temptation? Is that a weakness? Instead of someone coming, Coming straight and say, I'm a sinner. I'm sorry. I fail again. It's coming even with an excuse. People should understand my condition. I was chewing a sickness. But how do I pastor you when you have Satan pastoring you? He's the one leading you. Prescription. And he gives you a Isn't prescription. Isn't that strange? God is a good God. Are you following Now like a certain church, somebody called me here not long ago, a great church and was on television, a fellow called me, said, come preacher, Come down here in a minute. Want you to see a television program, and there was one of uh, uh, of our great denominations in the church had some of the things covered over my. This wasn't a Catholic church. This was a Protestant church. They say that long has um, they said that long has the church forsaken and overlooked the beautiful art of rock and roll. If that ain't the perverted. A perverted spirit, I don't know what it is. Rock and roll is of the devil. I don't care how many religious songs people can sing. Rock and roll and boogie woogie and that kind of a stuff come out of the jungles of Africa. That's exactly right. It's the devil. Oba bogi wogi, ebi intu ebi chafwe nyo, bicha amize kanisa, ebi intu echa sibukeri, okupambi bida bi Afrika. Rock and roll wa Rock sitani. Roll wa sitani. Kababufule, kababufule bukulista yobutia. However much they may try to make it Christian. Tetulimu kufumi ruru wale 
We are not against the boogie wig and rock and roll that is in the world. We are talking about this that is played by people like Bugembe and the others. In they sing that music. They play that music. When you hear that tune, it's boogie But the words that they accompany it with are gospel words. Now the one who sing Jerusalem. But you hear that tune. It has a tune. You enter it and you really feel Jerusalem. Jerusalem. And you feel yeah. But there is no God in it. I have two courts to go. And our text says, be not conformed, but he be transformed. Not go in and say, I was confirmed this Sunday. No. Go in and be transformed right now. Transformed from what you are to what God wants you to be. It depends on what kind of seed. Let me tell you. The problem today, yes, we have people who are not converted. And yet they don't want to leave the church. Because the devil is a religious person. Those people are there. Those who sin as a prescription to be cured from a disease. Type category. Such type of a people. And you ask yourself, why doesn't that one go and feed on the world completely? The devil is a religious person. Cain was a religious person. And he was a child of the devil. That's one of the problems. Because there are things that people do in their lives and you ask yourself now, why is this one persisting, wanting to stand that Even when God detested and chased away now you're chasing me away from your presence. When people see me, they will I, kill me. I feel insecure. To be out of church. I feel insecure. Cain pleaded. Cain pleaded. He didn't want to stay out of the church. That's why they do things that are funny. If you excommunicate them here, you hear they are members of Watoto. They cannot go completely and be infidels. Uh -uh. But they will not repent. But they will find another religious covering. Satan is religious. But if you want God, then repent. Do the will of the Lord. Turn from sin. They will not repent. 
I told you I was with some some friends sometime back. In the course of the week. And they were telling me the things that then I told them, but you people, I have preached you the gospel. You ought to know. They both told me. Pastor Gideon, we know what you're preaching is the truth. But sin is sweet. Now they are members of Fanelo and those kind of places. But these ones were honest. We know what you're preaching is the truth. But sin is sweet. Now if you want sin, why do you look for a religious system to hide? completely. Be real worldly people. that will not take you to heaven? Why do you seek for a religion that will not take you to heaven? One of the problems is that people have refused to be converted. To come to Jesus with honesty and sincerity and be converted. So they are temples of Satan. And Satan is religious. That is one problem. The other problem is that the pulpit is weak. It is a God, God is a good, good, God, God is a good, God pulpit. That wedding I've showed you here was of a, of a girl who is a, a minister's daughter. Okay. And the pastor who came and told me, Brother Gideon, this is Goliath, was the main pastor of that minister who is the father of the girl. This wedding was a wedding that followed another wedding from the same family in about two months. And the things that were there were like that in the first wedding from the same family. First wedding. Actually, they are twins. They are twin sisters. One twin was wedded about two months. And then the second twin is what I attended. And very godly girls, I knew them. I can't, I can't, I, I'm not allotting that blame on them. They are godly girls. But now the church, the, the the youth and the men around in, in, in arranging things. They, they are the ones who did that. You know in your wedding you are busy preparing. Really 
Music are not preparing for marriage and the music that will be played is not your responsibility. You also come to the reception. That's what you will find there. Now when I talk like that, I'm not blaming the couple as such. Church. I blame the church. And the perverted generation that has tolerated that, that enjoys that. These ones who prepare the functions. Now, the other twin, what they organized for her was exactly less like than that. two months. Another twin is getting married. Same thing. Brother this is Goriath. Oh no, Goriath. What have you done about it? When he was there the other first time, what did you do? Huh? Brethren, when it happens here, and it happens this month, the next month it cannot repeat. Huh? No. It cannot repeat. We take it by the horns. It cannot happen again. There is a, a wedding that I attended. Brother I fell in an ambush of such things. Unbelievers are the ones who prepared these things and organized them. In your own function, you ought to have a voice. I stormed out. And if you'll ever see me driving away from your function, the function is starting and I'm driving off. I'll be off. I'll not run away from something. And I run away from and then you ambush me with those things. The pulpit has something to answer about such issues. Now it depends on what kind of seed that is in you. If an intellectual educational seed has been placed in you, there is only one thing you can, uh, it, it can do, deform you, that's all. Son, or God, it's the only thing it can do. People say, as I look out, they act like they don't even believe there is a God. Pardon this expression, if anybody's feelings is hurt by this, I don't mean it. A couple of Sundays ago, I was invited by my own daughter to come into a television set and, and watch a religious singing. It's, uh, it's at Sunday morning. I wanted to go hear all Robert's on his program, I told them to let me know. Said, you hear this? This is a great hymn sing. My son standing there told me about it too. And uh, we rent about from a woman that has the television in her house. I never intend to have one in my house. No, sir, I don't want that thing in my house. I, wouldn't, I would blow it out with my shotgun. I don't want nothing to do with that evil thing. No, sir. Let me tell you about uh, you Arizonians here. You seen that analysis uh, the other day uh, of school, of schools, didn't you? 
8% of the children in Arizona schools are suffering with mental deficiency. 67% of them was by looking at television. How about that? You had better use your shotgun. See? Now, don't let the devil spray you with that. No, sir. Now, people, as I said, people act like they don't even come, have to come to judgment. These boys and girls, they had some Indian family and a whole lot of stuff. I think a fellow named Mr. Poole is the head of it. And if I ever seen a modern mockery of hymns, it was the way they handled it. A bunch of rickies standing there shaking their head, hands up and down. I suddenly appreciate that young man here, here this morning that sang, looked decent, like a real man. I like that. When you businessmen sometimes here get a bunch of these rickies that stand here and whoop and holler and carry on and hold their breath till they are blue in the, in the face. And that's not singing. That's just making a lot of uh, a scientific noise singing. Is, singing is melody from the heart. And I thought, what a pity. What a shame it is. How under the name of religion they act like there is no God. Someone said the other day to a boy that goes with my daughter, a Christian boy said, give it a smart remark about Adam and Eve said, Eve going through the garden said, children, you see uh, that tree there? Said, that's where your mother eat, eat us out of the house and home. Could you imagine, supposed to be a staunch Christian that would take a promise and the word of God and throw it off the whole pen? They act like they don't have to come to judgment. In other words, those jokes that even involve blaspheming the word of God. But God will bring every secret into judgment. Now let me just give my last quote here. Why I'm reading this, mainly I want us to know that uh, well, we have a messenger who gave us the mind of God. Right? So, uh, if uh, what we call wicked, filthy, bad music does not necessarily to be by the worldly Singers. It can be called gospel. Gospel. But it's rock and roll. It's boogie woogie. It is uh, of the devil. The point that is the point that I want us to see as I'm finishing. Micaiah said, I see, I see God sitting on the throne. He called the delegates of heaven said, who can go down and, and deceive Ahab? 
said an one lying spirit came up and fell before God a liar and remember that lying spirit go into those prophets they ought to have known then that the spirit was upon them wasn't according to the word but they were so carried away because they were the king's prophets because they had everything fine and that's what the church has done today. You see those pretending spirits that to be religious. They came upon father prophets and they prophesied. But it was a devil spirit that had and that's what the church has done today. You got away from that old-fashioned experience you had years ago where you stood on the street corner and preached the gospel. Come out of these organizations and call yourself a free people. Nay, because you were wrapped in it again. Like a hog to its wallow or a dog to its vomit. If it made him vomit the first time, it will make him vomit again. That's why. God spewed out from his mouth. He said, you are lukewarm, neither hold nor call. Have, have a few meetings, then play a few music and sing a little bit. It's a, almost become a disgrace to Christianity. My son called me over the other day and look at a television. Supposed to be singing the same story. Huh? Sing, supposed to be singing B. Where, where the people come. A singing B is like a, like a, like a, like a like a competition or something like a that bunch of little Ricky is standing there shaking around like this rock and roll and singing, and singing them hymns. So what were they singing? Rock and roll. I mean, Hymns. But in a rock and roll and roll style. And rock and roll music. And singing them hymns. It's a disgrace to Jesus Christ. There is no more so solemnity in the church at all. It seems like it's all become a rock and roll something. And a fashion show. No, 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 no. In the state of church of the living God where Jesus Christ can manifest himself in power. Seems to me there is something wrong somewhere. They are sleeping away. And the Bible said it would be that way. Look where you are at. Be careful. Wake up. It's too late. Now we find out he said who can we who can we get to go out there and deceive Ahab. To get him up there to fulfill what the prophet is words. If the prophet said a word, heavens and earth will pass away, but 
It's got to come to pass. So that's what, that's what it had to take. To take what? An evil spirit. A lying spirit. They can go and disguise as the spirit of God prophesied to deceive. If an evil spirit from hell can come upon prophets of the church and prophesy, thus says the Lord, Jehovah God says, I am with you. And it's an evil spirit. It's a lying spirit. And then it persuades a king to go and die in battle. Then how much more can it hide in music? And says, I am gospel music. When Satan was a singer. In heaven. In heaven, Satan was not a prophet. But he can even impersonate that. How much more when he was a singer? He was a musician. God bless you. 